Hey, friends of Embracing Change, welcome to this uh, podcast. In this case, we are publishing again a conversation we had with the LinkedIn expert and digital strategist Francois Moscat in South Africa. Um, we had this conversation in the middle of the summer as COVID-19 was going fast across all different countries and markets and many of our clients were coming out uh, asking us for ideas on how to replace face-to-face -face sales techniques and uh, one of the things that came up in those conversations had to do with how to use LinkedIn more properly so that's why we decided to invite uh, uh, Francois to the talk and it was a great talk I mean Francois is, is a great guy and, um, and he's very giving with his time So uh, the thing is, LinkedIn continues to be a very, very important platform, and we feel that this is an evergreen conversation in terms of how to use LinkedIn to your advantage for business development, marketing your business, and generally as a lead generation tool. So uh, with this in mind, we're republishing this podcast from season one. We hope you enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you soon. Excellent. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us uh, today uh, on our talk with uh, Francois, Francois Moscat, uh, in these fireside uh, sessions that we've been running for the last two weeks, trying to give something back to the community on, on this uh, current crisis of COVID-19. My guest today is uh, Francois Moscat. Uh, I like to refer a uh, about him as a Jedi. He, he's, he's a colleague and a friend in the WSI network, but he he's that type of colleague that is always giving more than you ask him for. He's, he's, he's so kind with his time and he's, he's, he's been a teacher for so many people within the network. And not only that, but he's a fantastic digital marketeer and uh, an expert, a worldwide expert on LinkedIn social selling strategies. And that's the reason I thought it would be very interesting to talk to him today about how those strategies could play a role in helping people during this uh, COVID-19 crisis. Just uh, as a little bit of a background, I'm a WSI consultant. Before being in WSI, I worked for over 25 years in corporate America in companies like Disney and Turner and I had uh, the chance to work with f fabulous brands and uh, be exposed to many, many different challenges. So I started this series because I thought between my experience and the people within my network that have uh, and bring fantastic experience, we can actually meet our minds and try to provide uh, solutions and ideas to, to, to people to go through this crisis. We're not, as I said before, you know, we're not politicians or health officials, but we but we um, have uh, some experience and that's what we're trying to do here. Francois, thank you very much for, for, for joining me. Where are you connecting from today? Well, today, Gerard, I'm connecting from a small town. It's actually called Slowtown, Sedgefield in uh, Western Cape in South Africa. I normally live in Johannesburg, um, but I thought we're going on lockdown. This is my view that you see. So that I'd rather be here for two weeks or three weeks than being in a concrete jungle. I, th I think your view is way nicer than my view. So I'm, I'm very envious now. <laughs> 
That's fantastic. And what time is it for you now? Uh, over here is 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, it's three three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Okay, so it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Excellent. You're just ready to go for your swim after after this call. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to even leave our property, so that's how terrible it is. Oh. You know, wow. I, I've been fishing on that on that lagoon that you see mm -hmm. every day, but uh, since last Thursday, we have to stay housebound for 21 days. Wow. Wow. Well. You know, we, you know, we're, we're all in this together, and and I think the whole country is going through. You know, the whole world is going through the same. So, so we understand. Um, in fact, yesterday, our governor here in in Georgia, uh, they announced shelter in place, which means that uh, you can only go out for essential business, uh, supermarket, doctor visits, etc. So, you know, I understand. We're we're exactly in the same situation. Um, Francois, before we start, why don't you tell? people joining the, the webinar or listening it recorded, a little bit about yourself and what you do before, before we start with the conversation. Okay. Well, um, I've been in digital marketing for 16 years. Uh, prior to that, I was uh, in corporate, uh, in banking, financial services, and also in IT services. So um, about 16 years ago, I took the plunge um, I guess my, what I call my shelf life expired, <laughs> you know, in corporate. So it was time to, you know, leave and do something, you know, something different. Mm -hmm. So um, I started a, a digital marketing and I bought the franchise from WSI. And it's been an amazing, an amazing journey over 16 years, you know. So we've uh, developed into a full digital marketing agency. Uh, we've got 21 people, you know, working in our business. So it's, um, it's, it's busy. Mm -hmm. and, and the tech. So we, we offer the full, the full um, gambit of digital marketing services. But, yeah. um, and I enjoy um, traveling mm -hmm. and I really enjoy uh, working from wherever I feel like working. Right? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm either working from my caravan camping or I'm at the, a beach cottage that I'm in now. Um, mm -hmm. Or if I travel, you know, anyway. obviously travels at a minimum now. So I'm doing a lot of zooming around the world. Of course. And I know you have clients all over the world. I mean, I've, I've actually met, you know, had the chance to meet with you in, in Mexico, in Canada, in, you know, so many different places, you know, you're, you're always traveling. So I would imagine, you know, this new normal has forced you to think differently about how you conduct business, right? Yes, but it's, it's prepared me for it. It's amazing because, um, you know, I started traveling in 2010 mm -hmm. and it, it was, you know, it was an opportunity that I got to train, you know, many consultants worldwide uh, for our franchise. So when I did that, I realized this is not the job I wanted. I, I needed, you know, to run my business. So what it made me do was uh, learn how to run my business while I was not in the office. So I've been running my business virtually, uh, you know, for at least 10 years now. And, um, you know, right to the point where I've had offices, I've canceled the offices, we are working from home. I just started new offices now in another city because I wanted to just, you know, build a new team. And um, so we, we used to this, right? So we, we were able to work uh, virtually and, you know, enjoy, you know, what we have wherever we go. So um, the traveling has enabled me to do it. It makes it look like fun, mm -hmm. uh, but we're always connected. Of course, of course. So, so Francois, let's let's jump into the into the topic today because I know that you are a, a renowned uh, instructor 
on LinkedIn social selling. I mean, you travel the world teaching people how to, you know, people, organizations, corporations, sales teams, you know, you train a lot of people on how to use LinkedIn as a tool for lead generation, for building, um, you know, connections with prospects. And, you know, I, don't, I think that that's a very relevant topic for this time, right? How, you know, how, you know, especially people not being able to leave their houses. So, um, first of all, you know, I know you have clients that you manage their, you know, their, their, their LinkedIn operations. Um, how have your clients been affected by COVID-19? Have you had to make any, any, any specific changes on, on, on those activities? Well, definitely, you know, the frightening thing was um, the moment we went on lockdown and it was similar around the world, um, like on the 21st of March, you know, in one day, um, you know, I had 20, just more than 20 clients pause their services. And, and I thought, whoa, this is, you know, this is serious because it was, it was 10% of my revenue in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next day, uh, another five or 10, you know, five or so also paused it. So, um, so we've, we've, we're down about 20% on our revenue at this stage, but luckily our pipeline is healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and I think we're even going to exceed what we did last month, even with that shortfall. Um, so, you know, with our team, it, you know, obviously we're a small company, so people are nervous about, well, I'm nervous about meeting payroll, you know, with 21 people and, and then, you know, people go on hold. Mm-hmm. But um, so we're focusing right now on, you know, on the money. Mm-hmm. And we make sure that whatever opportunities we have, it can be done with that. So um, I've been looking around and I see that in China, you know, like it's 90 days and they seem to be like recovering now mm-hmm. and, you know, getting back to some normality. So I'm looking at that and I'm thinking maybe this is a 90 day issue that I'm facing, mm-hmm. you know, not just a, a 21 day lockdown. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to work out how do we, you know, how do we move over these three months? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a daily meeting with our staff on Zoom. Every day at 12 o'clock, we get together. Mm-hmm. We look at, you know, some of the cancellations, but some of the new stuff. Mm-hmm. And wherever we have the opportunity with clients, um, we say to them, well, could we offer, you know, rather than stopping, could we offer maybe a 50% discount mm-hmm. over the next 60 days? Um, because... You know, if we stop revenue coming in, it's it's desperate situation that you have to start again with. Mm-hmm. So we've had quite a number of clients who have accepted that because I think, as you said it earlier on, you know, we're all in this together. So, uh, you know, you feel like you've got to support small business because, you know, that's what's going to happen. You know, we, we, won't, we won't survive if, if people aren't supporting one another. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we do have... An, um, an office we are operating um, it's still business as usual for us. Um, you know, even though we've lost some clients, we are really busy with, with new projects. Mm-hmm. So I see, um, you know, COVID has affected, um, you know, some businesses, you know, more than others, you know, when I look at in, in my customer base. Mm-hmm. That's right. But uh, then in, in terms of the LinkedIn, you know, the, you know, LinkedIn social selling, um, vertical that you specialize on and you, and you train train organizations on um, what are you 
talking to your clients about in terms of how to use now LinkedIn and, and especially, especially to listeners or people who are going to be uh, listen, uh, listening to this conversation recorded. Um, let's, you know, let's, let's dive into, into, into some advice in terms of what you can do from home today to try to keep that pipeline of clients um, healthy or to uh, keep your brand out there with the uh, top of mind with, you know, with clients. And I know that you, you, you're an evangelist of LinkedIn. So, so what type of advice would you give people? Well, I think right now is the perfect time to, uh, you know, I, I said this other day in a presentation, we need to, um, you know, take this time to work on our business, you know, rather than in our business, because sometimes we can be really busy there. So I think that if you have spare time, certainly you're not traveling, you know, to work and back. This is a time that you can work on your, you know, on your um, online reputation. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where most people are lacking. You know, their LinkedIn profiles, uh, you know, look like uh, CVs. So when they want to connect with you, it looks more like they're looking for a job, you know, than they're looking for a client, you know, that they can help. So I've been, you know, I would say that take this time to create a professional online presence. Mm -hmm. And that's your LinkedIn profile. If you do it properly, when somebody Googles your name, your LinkedIn profile comes up first. Mm -hmm. That means you can control the message, right? So you can get people seeing you for who you are. So um, I've been, uh, in fact, this morning, I delivered a LinkedIn training online, which is the third session I've done in the last two weeks, uh, which has been amazing, you know? So I'm more a classroom uh, trainer with a workshop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, two weeks ago, I did uh, 25 people in Ireland from here and it worked out really well. Um, today I had uh, 15 financial advisors on and, um, and the way that happened was I've been doing a lot of work for financial advisor a company, and what they do, they are connected with them because I stay in touch and I said to them, you know, here's an opportunity for you to give something to your clients. So they work with wealth managers. So I said to them, why don't you offer them a free training session? You pay me that you offer it to them for free, that you have this LinkedIn guru come on and help you. And that's what we did today. And I do it at a special rate and I had a great session. It was amazing. So, um, you know, I've seen just being able to use LinkedIn and the social selling part of it, which is, you know, building relationships, not selling, but it's like developing relationships and engaging with people, uh, you know, from uh, the content that, you, that you're producing. So, so, so I see... So so, so, so I, you know, I love to, I love it. I think there's two things that, and I'm sorry for the interruption, but I think there's two things over there that I love to go a little bit deeper, right? For, for our audience, right? You talked about first having a professional, you know, working on your brand image, right? On LinkedIn, having a professional profile. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about how that looks like. And the second one that I don't want to miss is a building relationships, right? Because a lot of people use LinkedIn to connect, but not necessarily to build relationships. Or they go the opposite way. They go straight to sell and not build their relationships, right? So let's, let's talk about those, those two for, for the benefit of the audience. And then we can continue with, with, you know, with the rest of the points. Sure. 
So, you know, your professional image, uh, you know, I call that getting dressed for work. Okay. So, you know, if you can get dressed for work, I guess I'm dressed for today, but it's not what my LinkedIn profile looks like. So I think yeah, you're not, the best a, you're not the best example today, Francois, because you're at the beach in South Africa. So, <laughs> but I love it. I mean, this is but, normal. But there's a, there's a strategy behind that, right? So as your customers become younger, you know, they, they want to know more about you, right? And, and I always believe that, um, you know, people do business with people that, that they like and people do business with people that are like them. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and how would you do that if you want to meet somebody, not face to face, but you meet them online? So you must take that advantage. Like my, my Facebook page you know, shows me you know, is what I do. You know, I'm a grandfather, my grandchildren have a lot of fun, but they sing on stage as well talking. So, um, you know, this scene uh, that you see in my view here is, you know, a lot of my customers actually are following me around and saying, I need to be like you when I grow up, you know, because you seem to have it right. Mm -hmm. so, so that's a side to it. But the professional reputation is, you know, you, you need to have a, a profile that shows um, you in your best light and it also talks to your customer and your prospect and says you know this is who I am and this is how I can help you N not necessarily I'm the owner of a company which doesn't really help with that so I think by building a profile that speaks to uh, you know to your audience when you want to build your relationship or build your network you're not dressed for work so you can go into a network environment and you know request people to join and definitely in today this last week with well this last month with COVID, everyone we we are social animals we want to be social so we have to use this technology nowadays to you know to meet people mm -hmm. so that's how i would answer the first one uh, the professional reputation because what happens if you lose your job now you're going to be looking for a new job it's almost too late you haven't you haven't got a network you haven't thought about it you don't have a reference so that's why i believe it's your reputation that you're putting on documenting you do mm -hmm. that on linkedin mm -hmm. so in times where it's difficult you can reach out to a network that can sure support so you. so so just for the benefit of our audience and you know i've i've, I've been trained by you know I've, I've i've attended your trainings too and 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 we do also quite a quite a bit of training on linkedin so just for you know i would say and you tell me if you think there's uh, i'm missing anything you know professional looking uh, looking photograph or your profile uh, you know, uh, a good uh, header, you know, uh, you know, with a, with a few words, not with your title, but with what you do, then a good description that says, you know, what you do and how you help people, right? It's not, uh, not, not a summary of your CV. Then obviously you can have your history of, of, of work and education, but then make sure that you also have referrals, right? Have have some referrals there, especially if you're going to be looking for you know for work. Given you know maybe you lost your job now because of COVID, or if you're looking for clients, having referrals are, are a very powerful source. Any anything anything else there on the on the profile side? So when you're mentioning referrals and endorsements, endorsements, you know yeah. that's social proof, right? So um, that's what you need. You need proof that you're good at what you're doing, not you standing up and saying it. So that's why, you know, having a referral or an endorsement on your LinkedIn profile, it's done by your network. Yeah. It's not done by you. 
So you can't say Joe says I'm a good teacher. It's only Joe that can get onto your profile and add that. Of course, they can't add it. They, they send it to you and you accept it. So you could never get a bad re referral. Mm -hmm. But definitely the things that you would be looking at is how do you build a good reputation? It's, um, you, you know what I say? I say that you know most of us get our business from referrals. And so how do I duplicate that in the, in the real world online? Well, you, referrals is all about people talking about you when you're not in the room, right? So how do you get people to talk about you when you're not in the room? You can do it on social media and you do it by using your content in a way that people talk about it and share it, but you're not there. You'll see it later maybe. So mm -hmm. I, I like to take that approach. Um, okay. So, 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 so that's, so that's a great segue into, into the second part of the, of the, of my previous question, which is, um, you know, warm, you know, developing warm connections and engaging with your audience, right? And that's, we come to the topic of content and having engaging content, right? So let's, let's get into that. Okay, so, you know, once you have a profile, you need to have people to talk to and connect it. So I, I like to, to, to um, like, give you two things to do every day on LinkedIn. Okay. The first thing is, Look for an excuse to start a conversation, mm -hmm. right? So start three conversations a day. Mm -hmm. And you do this by looking through your, your homepage, your feed, and you see if you're connected to the right people, your prospects, you'll see them sharing content, putting content in there. Mm -hmm. So you should jump in and have some comment on that. Three, three conversations every day, that's more than a thousand entry points on LinkedIn where you leave your headline and your face mm -hmm. that says how you help people. So that's the one key. The second one is make a second level connection, a first level connection, right? So you know that, you know, once I'm connected to you, Gerardo, then I can see your first level of connections, mm -hmm. but they are my second. So the more people that look at my profile, that engage with my content, I would reach out to them and say, you know, let's connect on LinkedIn. I see you, you know, you commented on this or you shared it. So, um, you know, that's the way I would build my network. And of course, I would be searching for people in my industry or not in my industry, but in my target market. I like to deal with uh, business owners, marketing managers and sales managers mm -hmm. when it comes to LinkedIn um, because I can help them. So I reach out to them every day, 10 people a day. I have more than 4,000 sales managers in my network. Mm -hmm. So when I share tips on how salespeople can use technology like LinkedIn, or are your salespeople using something like LinkedIn? How do they grow their business? How do they find prospects? And then I get a lot of comments coming back and then, okay, how can you help me? They see I'm a trainer. And then that's how you know, I go into the training business. Of course. So you're not connecting with them to sell them anything really. You're connecting with them and you're offering solutions. And by offering solutions, they want to work with you. Yes. It's, so it's, you will tell. It's, it's almost like it's, it's inbound. Basically the work, you know, the work that you, that the way you're using LinkedIn is, is an inbound source by, by broadcasting to the world how you can help them and actually helping them through the content. People are, are, are coming back at you. But the secret for that working is the fact is what you mentioned before, to have a, a, a white network, right? So if you're growing your network and more people you're 
touching with your messaging, the more chances you have of people coming back at you as potential clients, partners, or, or, or uh, just contacts. That's right, you know, and, and you know, when people say it doesn't work, then, then, I, then I look at two things. <clears throat> One is I say, let me see if you're engaging with content. Have you shared anything on LinkedIn? Show it to me. Mm-hmm. And I can just do the social selling index, right? You know that you can get your score and you, from LinkedIn and you can see whether people are, are sharing content. So if you're not sharing content, you're not putting fuel in there. So content is a conversation starter. Yeah. The second thing is if it's not working, if people are not engaging with your stuff, then I'll look at your network. And, you know, if you look at my network, it's like 8,500 maybe 1200 or WSI internet consultants like you mm-hmm. and others, our colleagues, <clears throat> we don't help each other much. You mm-hmm. know, we, we do in this case, but I mean, you're not going to give me your leads and, and so on, but yeah, we, yeah we're running independent agencies. Yeah. We collaborate. Yeah. But definitely the big network that I have, which would be business owners and sales managers. If you share content that is relevant to them, mm-hmm then if they are active on LinkedIn, they're going to like it and share it. And that's how you know, yeah, mm-hmm. because you can see how many people are looking at your prof- at your um, at your content and what their titles are. And that will let you know whether you're on the right, you know, you're playing in the right space. Mm-hmm. So um, in the key thing is once you dress for work, connect with the right people, share something that's relevant to them, not things that don't matter to them. Mm-hmm. So dress for work, connect, and share. That's basically, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the three steps. Yeah. You you touched on social selling index, and I think most of the people who are going to be listening to this call don't know much about the social selling index on LinkedIn. So if you Google, uh, for everyone who's who's listening, if you Google on on uh, if you Google social selling index LinkedIn, it's going to take you to a page where if you log in with your profile for LinkedIn, it's going to tell you a score. It's going to give you a score on, on social selling, which indicates how well you, you are positioned versus your network, the whole uh, LinkedIn network, uh, and others in your industry, other peers, for social selling, meaning how, how you know, how's your brand reputation, how well you're connecting with people, how well you're engaging with people, and I forgot the last one, uh, Francois, but there's, there's four. Developing relationships. And developing relations. And de- developing relationships. And de- developing relationships. So, you know, when I work with, you know, with clients, that's the first, that, that's almost like the first uh, step, right? It's like going to the doctor and they take your, your blood for, you know, for, for, you know, for study. That is, this is it. You know, if you want to know where you stand on LinkedIn, do that first. And that's going to tell you really where you need to start working or, or right? Right, yes. Uh, yeah, sorry, it, it went off a bit there, but I definitely, you know, what will happen is um, that it's a benchmark for you. And I think it's a motivator for you. If you just get your social selling index and you see your score is you in the top, you know, you're in the top 90% of your market, that means you're not doing much. So, you know, you can see how you are measured against other people and you'll know that you're not using this tool in the right way. 
So I think, you know, it's the first thing I like to do is get the score, write it down, and then track it every week. And that'll keep you going on the four things that you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Professional, net, um, you know, professional profile, finding the right people and connecting to them, sharing information, and then having conversations, which is developing the relationship. Developing the, the relationship. And at what point is it okay to, you know, you, you, you have developed that relationship with your audience. At what point is it okay to be a little bit more aggressive and ask for something? Let's say you're looking for a job and you want, you, you know, you want to talk to someone or you are a salesperson and you want uh, to jump into a call just to have a converse, an initial conversation. At what point is it okay? I like to, I like to, to be more cautious than to be more aggressive, right? So I think that, um, you know, when I, when I train, I'm saying that you need to have somebody in your network for at least 60 days. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I, I connect with you today and then you need to be with me for two months at least. But in that two months, I must have shared 12, you know, three times a week articles or some status update. So in two months, you would have come across, you can work it out. It's, uh, you know, you got this, if you go three a week, it's 12 a month, it's 24, 24 posts. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that, and the reason you do that is to stay top of mind so mm-hmm. once you've read a few of my posts and hopefully they're good so you know people will, will remember you then after the 60 days what i like to do is i like to send them a message saying i want to uh, you know I'm, i'm trying to get to know my linkedin connections better and i'm wondering have you ever considered using um, linkedin and social selling you know for your sales team so that they can develop a pipeline you know for you know, the future. Um, would something like this be of interest to you? And that's what I would do. I'd always end my message with, would something like this be of interest to you? So whatever it is that I'm wanting to bring to your attention, I would do that. Mm-hmm. So it's a softer way. So what I find is that people will come back with um, three answers. Well, the one is they'll ignore you. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the first one they'll say, uh, no, this is not for them. So it's fine, they're polite. The second one would say, I'm interested, tell me more. And the third one will say, maybe you should just contact this guy in my company because it's more in line with what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much like that. So if you look at the numbers and you say, and you build a network of a thousand salespeople in your network. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're sharing content and then every week you can send 50 messages to 50 of those people in your network and ask them if they're interested in what you do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a thousand is going to take you for 20 weeks. I mean, that's quite a long time. So you are you're prospecting the whole time with these interest messages. And what's happening is the people who are interested come back to you. And that's what I'm looking forward for. Because the alternative is I have to pick up the phone and phone 100 people and get 97 saying, I um, don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So this way I can ask, a hundred, you know, are you interested? And the three that want to talk to me will say yes. And, 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 so, and, the, and, and the difference or, or the power of doing it this way versus picking up the phone is that you build a relationship before. So there's a warmer connection because they've read about you, you know, they've seen what you shared. 
the almost, you know, it happens to me all the time. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm connected to people that I've never met in person, not even ever had a conversation with them over the phone. And still, I feel that I know them. Still, I know what they are all about. You know, I, I know what they stand for. Uh, I have an idea of what their skills are because of what they're sharing. I, I think, okay, you're an expert on X. So if they were to call me now, I would have had a preconception already of what they can do for me or how I could work with them, which is totally different to just picking up the phone and calling from, you know, which, exactly. is, a, which is called so the calling. Thing that Exactly. And so, so the thing that you must remember is that they accepted your invitation to connect. So they didn't turn you down the very first time you reached out. Mm -hmm. So there's a trust there that was made. It didn't say, now you must sell to me. It says, now I want to be connected to you. So I want to see whether it's worth my while to be connected with you mm -hmm. from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. So build that trust with good content and build it with an easy ask. Don't you know, connect today and say tomorrow, oh, here's a brochure, you know, choose one of these services, you know, book your meeting in my calendar now, and then we can talk about it. That, that doesn't work. You know, that's, that goes against the grain of, of social selling. It's not really selling. It's trying to build a relationship. Remember what we're trying to do, something that most of us don't know. 69% um, of the, your decision journey is done without you. So people go in and they look for information about a service that you want to offer and they will know it from your competitors and they'll know your competitors and they'll know about you before they come to you. So if you can only influence them with 31%, how do you do that? It's very difficult. So what we want to do, we want to influence their decision in the first 69% of their journey of research. We want to know what questions they're asking. We want to write those answers and we want to share that type of content. Mm -hmm. So you, you know, you introduce yourself early in the, in the sales cycle where you're a helpful person. You seem to always have the answers that I'm looking for. So definitely keyword research and finding out what people ask about your products and services, is a great way to look at how you share other people's content as well that can help answer those questions. Of course. So I, I know we're, you know, we've run to the half an hour already and, and we would like to keep this, you know, between 45 and 50 minutes. So, but this is fantastic and, 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 and so useful. I, I want to make sure that we cover a couple of things, right? The first one is a, the issue of Sales Navigator, which is a premium tool with the LinkedIn, how people use Sales Navigator and, and how, what tips do you, could you give the audience? Uh, and then just go through if you have some uh, top five, top 10 tips to, you know, for people to pay attention on uh, during this COVID-19 crisis in terms of what they're doing on a daily basis with their LinkedIn. If, if we could do something like that. And by the way, if we, I see that we have people connected uh, live. So if you have any questions for Francois, just uh, send them as a chat or raise your hand and uh, we can, you know, we can answer those questions as well. Right. So, Francois, let's talk about Sales Navigator first. Well, Sales Navigator is probably the tool that you have to get um, to subscribe to if you're serious about building, you know, um, you know with the right people. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> because the free LinkedIn only gives you 15 searches and it doesn't really do, it doesn't make it easy for you. So, and, and the premium LinkedIn, 
gives you unlimited searches, but the filters are not great. So you want to go for sales navigate. I think it's seventy nine dollars. It's worth a it. Month. Yeah. Um, Especially if you do it once yeah. you've. Yeah, but once you dress for work, then you do it. Mm -hmm. And um, and also once you've tried connecting with people and you know that this is going to work, then you'll know self navigator is going to save you ten to twenty hours a month in doing this. So try the free version. It you you know you put your credit card in, but you do get thirty days free. Mm -hmm. I'm in and out with Sales Navigator. So whenever I want to build a network somewhere in a different country or with a different audience, I sign up for a month. I do my 300 invites, get 200 connected, and now I build relationships with them. So that's how I use Sales Navigator. Okay. <clears throat> now, if you can't afford Sales Navigator, there's a great website called Recruit M. It's Recruit E-M. Net. So that's where you're using a Google search to search into LinkedIn. So it's, it's recruit, R-E-C-U-I-T-E-M.net. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and there you can do some amazing searches and it, it, and it uses Google to search LinkedIn. And, um, and you can get by on that quite, quite well. So, you know, that's a good tip for, you know, for, for finding out more. In, in LinkedIn, mm -hmm. you know, if I take, um, you know, if you want to wrap up and we talk about some of the tips, you know, m my biggest thing today is um, take control of the situation that we're in and update and inform your clients of, uh, you know, wherever you can and what services you can still have them with. So I believe in staying in touch, right? Because most people are very nervous right now as to will you still be in business? Will they be in business? Mm -hmm. So, you know, being in touch and being active on LinkedIn and connecting with people is really, I think, a good thing to do. Um, offer some educational content. I think, Gerardo, what you're doing is just exactly what has to be done, mm -hmm. is offer something of value. I mean, you know, what you're doing, you've, you're taking your time out and you're getting experts in from, you know, from your network and you're putting it together. And I mean, what you're going to deliver is a amazing content, maybe five hours of stuff, you know, collectively, that'll be something that people will pay, pay for, you know, and you're mm -hmm. now giving it away because, you know, we want to help each other. Yeah. So I think that's really, uh, really important. I think the other thing too is, you know, it's also time to work on your website, mm -hmm. you know, so don't think, you know, this is the time I just want to shut down, fix up those things that are on your website that are not working well, you know, review all your meta tags and your headings, just make it make it look good, you know, and, uh, and tidy it up and it'll just make you feel, you know, feel good about it. So it's not a social selling thing, but but what you remember is people come from your LinkedIn profile to visit your website, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I call the website my office, right? So if you come to my office, I can sell to you. Um, my newspaper is social media, right? So I'm going to talk to you on LinkedIn and I'm going to say, hey, go to my office if you want to know more because there's a sales guy waiting there to sell to you. Mm -hmm. so, so if I have that mindset, I'm, I'm having a conversation on social media. If you happen to walk into my shop, okay, I'm ready. I can tell you. So make sure your shop's in order. Yeah, I, I, tell, most I, of us, I tell my clients that their website is a new retail space, right? And, and if, if, if they've never, you know, so, you know, some clients, they always, you know, you know they, they, they've been pushing out the idea of improving their website because they're, you know, they're trying to generate leads and sell somewhere else. 
And I think there's never been more evident than now that your digital presence is critical. It's critical for uh, having conversations. You know, right now you have people, uh, you know, with extra time just looking at their screen all the time. And I think some of the changes in how we do business that are be you know that that is that we're going through right now in co with covid-19 are going to become permanent i th i think a lot of a lot of these new behaviors are going to stay and so so it's never been more important just supporting what you were saying on 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 you know have a good website yeah absolutely and i did this training today with these um, 12 uh, 12 financial advisors and I asked them, and I said to them, how did you enjoy this? It was 90 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's quite long to be in something like this. And they said, you know, we're amazed because we've never seen that technology. We can see everyone's faces. We're in a classroom. And I have a bit of practice, so I try and make it real the whole time, you know. So I think that's what we all need to do is to, you know, use this technology. Um, you know, my other tip that I would say is, you know, take some time to think about the upcoming economy recovery, right? Because mm -hmm. this is not doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. It's going to recover. So what's going to happen when it returns to normal is like the, the spending and everything is really going to increase, right? I mean, I've seen it, how it slowed down. It definitely, you know, Google AdWords and all of that is not working so well with COVID. But this is not forever. That's why I take a, a, a well, I'm looking at 21 days, but I have a 90-day view of this. And I'm thinking... So what are the things I need to, to get my website ready for? Or what are the new services that I can provide? Mm -hmm. And I've seen like one of my companies, a printing company, they went and started doing 3D printing of these masks mm -hmm. and that they're starting to, to do for COVID. So there are some amazing opportunities that will come out of this. And um, if you have time, look at your Google Analytics, find out the pages that you've got that are, that are not working well anymore see how you can you know, improve those as well. Um, and, and look at the new keywords that are maybe related to your products now that mm -hmm. have come just because of this pandemic that we never thought about before. Mm -hmm. And you might be surprised at new opportunities that are there. So I think take your time to think about it and, and, and be prepared. It's, it's, it's almost an opportunity to reinvent yourself. It's an opportunity to, to, look, in, you know, to look inside, do a little bit of spring cleaning, figured out what works, what doesn't, and also how you have to reinvent for the new world that's going to happen after COVID-19, right? Definitely, definitely. Um, just one thing, um, I had a, a good friend of mine, a professional speaker who came to me uh, two weeks ago and said, yes, uh, I think it was $5,000, I need to promote my self-training classroom. Mm -hmm. he, before I could start, he said, stop, no one wants to come to the classroom training. So I said, develop an online course. He's done that already in one week, and now we're promoting his online training. Mm -hmm. um, so his first one is still to come. But mm -hmm. I know it's going to work because I did it. I've done it three times this last two weeks, and, um, and people are prepared. You know, they, they actually found it was interesting because there was less travel. There was less everything to do. You could get more done in a shorter mm -hmm. space of time. And mm -hmm. I think it was quite effective because you know, you're recording this and I record it when I do it on Zoom so that I can send them their recording for a reference. So there are some benefits, you know, being forced to use this technology now and then 
it'll change the way we do things, you know, going forward. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I, you know, I'm doing this with no intention to, to other than helping people. I, I have a strong why behind I do this. Um, I just, I just feel that I'm frustrated that the, I cannot have more influence to help other than doing things like this. So, but what I have found is that just by the mere sharing of these of these of these conversations people are coming back to me to have uh, conversations about how i can help them and it's it's interesting it's very very interesting how somehow this new technology has opened up for me opportunities to have conversation with past clients or with new prospects that otherwise would not have never happened and it's just by having an activity as you talked about, having your brand out there, you know, educate, educating people. It's just, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's giving, it's giving back, you know, give or stake in a way, right? Yeah. Give us a scale. Give so us scale. definitely That's what you what, do yeah. is, the, is the right thing because what are you, what are you doing right now is you're creating content. So you've got video content, but you've got, you've got audio out of this. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'll send you my notes and you have a blog post out of it, right? Uh-huh. So now you have this content, share it on LinkedIn, share yeah. it with your network. Don't just leave it here. And then you've got the video that will be somewhere. And, um, you know, if your network, you know, people are going to enjoy this uh, sessions that you've put together. I can see that from, you know, you've shared your other titles with me. And any business owner, you know, who's willing to spend maybe 45 minutes a week just to look at one of these and just take some, you know, points out of it is going to think about you, right? They're going to talk about you when you're not in the room. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're going to get your next referral from. And that's how this works. That's how this works. Exactly. So, so there you go. I mean, you don't have to, um, um, you don't have, to have a, a webinar like we're doing right here. It's just about you know, being out there, helping people, answering people, people's questions, um, and, uh, and hopefully getting people to talk about you when you're not in the room. And that's when, when all of this work really starts paying, you know, paying back. Uh, Francois, any, anything else that, uh, that you'd like to share on, 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 on those uh, tips that, that we didn't go through? So I would just think that you know, you've got to keep thinking about how to continue promoting your business during these hard times. Mm-hmm. So I know it's difficult, but you can take control of it. You can go to social media and do some of the things that you've seen and heard us talk about today. Okay. So, you know, talk about the challenges that you have. Talk about different things, how you can help people. I'm, you know, you're seeing that you can reinvent yourself and, and try and service your clients one of the things I've just done today is I've taught two of my clients how to use Zoom to talk to their customer, to, to their, their staff, because mm-hmm. they sent home. They never had to do this before. They're a furniture moving company. Mm-hmm. So they want to do it on WhatsApp video. I said, no, no, on Zoom, so I can show you something. Yeah. And um, so you help them use the technology. Many people don't know. Um, and then they realize, um, you know, this is good. And you're adding a lot of value. Very- so that's a matter very good. And, and, and one, one last point for, for listeners that are not looking to find clients, but maybe they suffered a job loss because, because of the situation or they were already out looking for a job, how your advice could be adapted for that? Right. So, you know, on your LinkedIn profile, you would need to add to your headline the word seeking. 
So you could be say seeking next opportunity in a printing industry or seeking next opportunity in whatever industry you're looking for. The reason you want to put that word in there is that there are people who search LinkedIn, recruiters and HR people who are looking for people who are looking for a job. Mm -hmm. So even in the searching, that's how you would do it. And then your CV, your, your profile will, will talk about how you help your company to do what you do, not how good necessarily you are. So these are the things I've done. I've supported my sales team because I'm in technical support and this is what we do for our customers. And then you would then look at the companies much in the same way as a salesman would do. So what's your territory? Are you interested in getting a job in financial services? Well, go and um, do a search on the companies that you want to work for and connect with the right people there. Mm -hmm. And then what you're going to do is share information about how you help industries like that, your mm -hmm. previous experiences. So you're building very your soon, you Very soon you're going to attract attention and people are going to say, hey, I like what you're saying. You know, let's have a chat and okay. work like Okay. Excellent. Well, Francois, thank you so much. I, I enjoyed this conversation a lot. I'm sure a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this conversation. Um, for the people who have not met Francois, he's, he's as nice on this conversation as he's outside of the conversation. He's, he's just a, a, a fantastic, fantastic guy. Um, Francois, how can people connect with you or find you um, if they're interested out of this conversation? Well, definitely on LinkedIn, connect with me. And you can say, you know what? I listened to you guys speaking on Gerardo's show. Let's connect. And then, of course, then we can speak. You know? So if you Google my name, Francois Masquet, um, definitely you'll see the first one and a half million entries. <laughs> I know you're everywhere. <laughs> because I work on my reputation. You know, I want to make sure that you know, when someone writes about me or talks about me, it's going to be good. So, um, yeah, feel free to connect. I mean, that's what, that's what it's about. Um, you know, and our network is large. We've got a lot of people that can share good information with you. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy uh, your time in, in South Africa. Uh, I know that you cannot go to that beautiful sea behind you, but, uh, but at least you have the view. Uh, stay safe, stay home, and let's hope that very soon we can meet somewhere around the world and, and share a beer, okay? Absolutely. Thank you very much, Gerard. I appreciate no. being on today. Thank you, and thanks everyone who, who connected. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.